Limited potential. <laughs> hey everybody, you're listening to the Gone Gaming Podcast. This is episode 38. Today we'll be chatting about cross-dressing. It's cross-play, Matt. Cross-play. Right, right. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Gone Gaming Podcast and on Twitter at Real Gone Gaming. Like, subscribe, and leave us a review. For more information, you can also check us out at ltdpotential.com. So sit back, relax, as we're about to power on. Welcome to Gone Gaming. I'm Luca. I'm Ashton. And I'm Matt. And we are your uninformed source for gaming news. Matt, I got to tell you something, and uh, it's a shame because our friend Ashton isn't here. Okay. Uh, I want. I didn't actually tell you this beforehand, but it is a year since we started, uh, since we're on uh, SoundCloud and posting these podcasts. Wow, really? We made a year. So on our one-year anniversary, yeah. it's just me and you. Yeah, yeah. Ashton is somewhere. He's away. Yeah, you know, remember that episode? I don't know if anyone listens to the other podcast we do, The Unwritten Rule. We had done an episode about making our own superhero, and mm-hmm. Ashton pitched his superhero as a grizzly man or yes. the growler, I think he's what The he grizzly. Him. Yeah. And I think he's gone to literally become the grizzly. Uh, I think the Ant-Man just came out, um, and he's been watching a lot of superhero movies, so very plausible. Yeah, he said he was going to see about a journey in a forest so it either means he's taking a lot of peyote and he's trying to find mm-hmm. himself yeah sounds about sounds like action he's looking to get into a fight with a grizzly bear Ooh, i don't think i like his chances in that second scenario. i don't like his chances in either of those scenarios that we pitched, <laughs> that's fair that's to be fair. honest I, I gotta i gotta say something you know how i've had like this i have had i have a backlog of all these video games yes I've actually tried to uh, start some of that backlog. Nice. I've started Dying Light. Did you? That game is so awesome, man. You know who would love to talk about it if he was here? Aiden. Aiden, who's also not here. He's not here. I think we should just mention that. It's yeah. just me and you, Matt like, and Luca. I don't know how we're going to survive the next uh, little little bit. It's going to get heated. I think mm-hmm. you'll get sick of me by the end of it. I'm already sick of like myself. Yeah. And well, you're, you know pushing it too yeah i totally understandable i was with my girlfriend before we came and she said you know what i've had enough of you Mm -hmm. leave yeah and then when i've had enough of you maybe you can go back that's usually the case i usually rotate between the two cool cool. yeah don't don't oversteer welcome in one spot that's exactly always leave them wanting a little bit more never too much what about you matt what have you been playing well before you get into me i want to know more about dying light i was very interested in this yeah. game never got into it or played it you know i've i bought it on a steam sale like i don't know two years ago maybe a year and a half ago yeah that is the steam thing to do yeah like if there's a decent game on a steam sale you're buying it right because like, it's so cheap you're like i'd be stupid not to buy it just in case i might one day play this and then you have 200 games in your steam library and you're like why do i have this many games yeah um but it's it reminds me like of a mirror's edge zombie game and i love mirror's edge the first one a lot of people did yeah like the second one not so much but the first one was a lot of fun of mirror's edge so this kind of has the parkour 
I don't know if there's wall running as far as like I'm early in the game, maybe three hours in, mm-hmm. but it's got like decent mechanics. It's got some some cool ways like to just you can't kill all the zombies like right now where i've started i don't even have a gun so i have blunt objects and it takes way too many swings and you get tired uh so you're basically better off just running away from them and climbing a ton of roofs which it's weird i swing a a pipe like four or five times and i'm like tired but i'm like climbing i'm jumping onto like the sides of these roofs pulling myself up running again doing the same thing and i don't get tired you think it'd be the opposite where climbing and running would make you tired yes and the swinging wouldn't make you tired i've uh i've done one of those sledgehammer into the the cars for like charity thing where you pay money to smash it and i didn't get nearly as tired as that as you know just trying to climb the rope and gym when yeah, I was younger. Fair yeah. point. Um, is there a progression system with your character like leveling up? Yeah, there's like there's there's I believe three different skill sections. Like one of them might be like I guess you're traversing kind of like some stuff to do with moving around. Yeah, so your movement. And then there's the like climb. the one for like you know fighting and so so there's like different different categories. I haven't been too deep into it, mm-hmm. but. I mean, it looks like it's a all-around good game, and the way people are talking, how they're so hyped to see uh, the sequel coming out, I think I'm in for a good ride right here. So. Yeah, get on it while well, you're hot. Yeah. And it's hot. Yeah. I just called you hot. I don't know why I did that. But it's because Ashton isn't here to control it? Yeah, I maybe, think. maybe. What about you? Uh, so, you know when you're in that weird spot where you don't really know what to play? So you're just kind of playing a bunch of different things in hope of getting hooked into something? Yeah, like we kind of did that recently with uh, Black Ops 3. We have to mention Call of Duty. That's yes. our standard. It's Shout the out. standard gone gaming procedure. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of in that mood. Like, I have Mario Tennis Aces, mm-hmm. and I've been playing a bit of it, but I haven't really gotten too into it yeah it didn't seem like something that would it's a it's fun yeah but it's just not doing it for me um i did download octopath traveler the three hour prologue demo okay on yeah, the switch store you're telling me that you're interested in this game yeah so it was the 2d animation like it looks like a super nes game i love those like it just brings me back right but it's on a modern day, um, it's a turn-based RPG mm-hmm. by Square Enix. It's super simple and palatable. It didn't okay. look too complex in like the fighting and all that stuff. It seems very, very simple to get into. Okay. I really liked quite a bit of the game, what I've played so far. That being said, there's one major issue I have with this demo. And? And... It's almost like broke the game for me to the point where I might not even continue playing. A three-hour prologue, you said. Yeah, it's a three-hour prologue, okay. and your progression saves mm-hmm. when you buy the game. So you literally pick up from where you left off in the demo in the okay. game, which is great, by the way. Yeah. Really cool idea. But essentially, once you kind of get out of the opening village and you start roaming the area and you're supposed to go meet up with the other travelers mm-hmm. because there's eight of them, hence Octo. Uh, you know, I was thinking of that game with that like octopus guy. Oh yes, uh, I Octodad or whatever. Yeah, that's ex- I had no idea Octo Trap was the game. You're- Octopath Travelers. Octopath Travelers was not the same game. No. Okay. So I finally get out of the village and I start exploring and I do the first little part that you're supposed to do and then as you get to explore and meet up with the travelers, there are way too many. Mm-hmm. random occurring battles so remember in pokemon 
or those like RPG games where you'd run around and then yeah. you just get into a fight. You go like walk in some grass and you're fighting someone. Right. It's literally almost every ah. 30 to a minute, like 30 seconds to a minute, you're in a fight. Yeah. That's- so much so that it, it becomes tiresome. I see that's the thing with those games and I know like Ashton I don't know it was Final Fantasy 7 he kept telling me how many hours he put into it and have to keep fighting to level your guy up because there's mm-hmm. like this this suit this like secret boss or something that uh is almost impossible to beat and you have yeah. to level up I just hate that because it's like what I'm going to do the same thing over and over again 300 times and what just so I can level up like that's takes me out of the game it becomes yeah. it basically becomes work well, that's just exactly how I felt in the demo. I was playing and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I really like this. Mm-hmm. I'm really considering this. But then it's like every minute you're in a fight and you're like, oh my God, okay, enough. Like this isn't challenging. They're really weak. It's just, it takes you completely out of the game and the immersion that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a friend about this who was also interested in the game and he noticed the same issue and he kind of suggested, why don't they have an option to turn that off? So turn off the random battles. Yeah. And when you want to, you know, level up and grind for a certain area, you turn it on mm-hmm. and then you can get into those battles frequently. That would make, yeah, that's, that game you, that's the only way you can do it because you can't change the core fundamental. Like, ah, I don't want to fight 20 guys, just give me the XP. That kind of goes against what the game's about. Right. So, yeah, I like that way, but I just think it's a, it's an old school design. Uh, when games were literally meant to get just progressively harder throughout the game, just, you know, just to be a challenge. Games are so story-driven now that if you throw in a challenge that takes me away from the story, a.k.a. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, that was really bad. Like, that story was awesome, and I'm not going to fully experience it because there's just too much grinding and it feels like work. I'm... Pa- I, you know, spend so much time working during the week when I'm playing Metal Gear. I don't want to, when I'm playing my video games, I don't want to feel like I'm working again. Yeah, you almost have like a second, like a punching clock at your your desk or near your system when you go to play and clock in when you're getting ready to play Metal Gear. It's ridiculous because it's like, I go to, it's like going to work tired because you're playing a video game the previous day. Yeah, I found the same issue with that game too. So I don't know, like... I, I really want Octopath Travelers to be good. I really mm-hmm. do, because I really liked how it looked aesthetically. Yeah. I liked how simple it was, because those RPG games, my biggest fear with them is them being overcomplicated mm-hmm. and too much to the fighting system. Like, I like South Park because it was very simple. Yeah, yeah. Like, I liked the simple with a bit of depth, not too much. Yeah, and, and like, that game was every battle kind of had a purpose. And and that's where yeah it did actually yeah it did there was no random battles where you're doing it to level up exactly and and that's where games should be going and uh, hopefully they are but just people some for some reason love grinding in these games like the destinies like where they do these raids just so they you know go fight for hours and uh, upon hours and yeah I, but see destiny even you can argue they're doing the raid which has a set purpose and objective yeah. They're not trying to get somewhere and getting interrupted. And I think that's the problem fair with enough, that RPG games mm-hmm. is it's get you're getting interrupted from what you want to do. Yeah. But uh, actually, since we're on topic of like those old school games, I finally got my NES Classic. It was yes, delivered you today. Did. There so you go. I've never owned an NES. I've had to play it at my two friends' house growing up. Mm-hmm. 
I finally, after getting screwed over for the original shipments of the NES Classics, right. I finally got mine, and I think I need a second controller now. Yeah, I think those came in, back in stock. Did you get an SNES Classic? I have an SNES Classic and an NES Classic, and if there's an N64 Classic, you better bet I'm going to get that. And they trademarked a GameCube. Ooh. They had a new trademark for a GameCube. So I've someone said this, that the consoles they're like releasing these miniatures yeah are going to replace the virtual Virgil, console yeah. which is kind of a letdown it is because there's only what 20 20 22 24 games on the snes yeah. classic and to say the snes only had that many games would be that many good games would be wrong just right. wrong it's missing out on, on plenty of games potential market right yeah yeah so what are they going to release another SNS Classic too? It should almost be like little SD cards you can throw in, or like little cartridges throw in there. That'd be amazing. That's what I had thought, or when they first announced it, I thought that's maybe something they would do, where it's like packs, where yeah. it's like the first the system comes with this pre-installed. You can then buy a cartridge that mm -hmm. they're going to release, which has another thirty of Nintendo's best NES games, and that were NES games. And I think people would be okay with that. But the problem is uh, now you can just actually flash the whatever the the, the chip inside the snes or the nes classic and play like all the games from that genre through like emulation but i don't know if it holds up the same way no like, i don't know it's weird I, yeah i like the way nintendo just gives me a nice interface to use like i don't want to you know open these shitty programs yeah, like, like these these programs they're not like maybe there are programs but they're not going to spend that time on the the on the interface and right. all that stuff and that's part of the fun, right? When it looks like shit, like it takes away from it. That's kind of like my that's my biggest issue with the PS4 has been is the interface is kind of so, Yeah, it's super generic and dry. But, and it's and it's significantly better than what these people are releasing with these emulators, right? Oh, definitely. So Yeah, you yeah. know what thinking about just like the PS4 and I've I've kind of been thinking like mowing over this in my head and really thinking about mm -hmm. it. It doesn't really feel next gen. It feels no. like it's what the Xbox 360 was, and it's this is just the PS4 version of it. And yeah. Sony fans finally got to experience what the 360 did. Yeah, and like it just it doesn't feel like the PS4 is killing the Xbox One, right? Yeah, like there's no question yeah, on yeah. on sales, and they've had like this year's going to be really good for their first party. Plus, you know, it all started for me with like Horizon Zero Dawn. And like Uncharted 4 was really good too. Yeah, they've brought out um, the first parties, they've, which they've, sets them apart, right? They've done really, they've compared to Xbox, they've done really well. That being said, it's not saying much to be better than Xbox this gen. No, it doesn't. But I will say Xbox is doing a lot of good things. They're on the right path. Right? Next yeah. gen, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Xbox took into some of the margins that the PlayStation has, right? Yeah. Like, like now, what is it? Two to one now, uh, X PlayStation to Xbox sales, maybe a little more. Right. Um, I could see that being a lot narrower next gen if Microsoft gets their act together as it looks like they're doing. It, it seems like what Microsoft and Xbox have kind of been doing is putting in foundation groundwork mm -hmm. that's going to pay off in a couple years' time. Like you're not getting the instant benefit of it right now, yeah. but. Come the next Xbox, come the Xbox after that, you're going to see the foundation that they put in with the studios they picked up with the backwards compatibility, you know, buying into this ecosystem of Microsoft friendliness. Yeah. I'm wondering how friendly Microsoft is going to be, though, if they 
do take the lead let's just say somehow this next the way xbox starts running they have these great games coming out with the next console the console launches sooner than the next playstation and it's a power you know it's like a great machine Mm -hmm. and they start taking the lead are they gonna switch their stance on the cross play because i guess all the big thing in the news recently has been the cross play that sony isn't allowing Yes, so that's the big thing, right? Fortnite yeah. dropped on... I think it all started from Fortnite, right? From Switch, from yeah. the Switch release of Fortnite. It dropped, and people that had a PS4 and a Switch tried to log into their Epic account. As did I, yeah. Yo, it happened to you? you it happened to me 100%, yeah. So I didn't know, because I, I, um, I have the Twitch uh, Twitch Prime. Mm-hmm. Twitch is kind of thing I'm trying to possibly do some streaming sometime. But when I got that, they give you some free packs in Fortnite. So yeah, I log into my Epic account on my computer. I get all that stuff. And then I guess because I linked my PlayStation account to it, I could never use it on my Xbox. And I didn't think much because, you know, we play on Xbox here and there. Right. Uh, more so on PlayStation. And then um, then I started playing on Switch and I tried logging in. It wouldn't even let me, like, log in, uh, which was weird. And then I saw the complaints online and it's like it's all Sony's fault basically through it all. Why wouldn't Sony want crossplay? Uh, well, for Fortnite, Fortnite is the biggest game in the world right now. Um, I, you could kind of understand it as a business perspective, but like we're gamers, we don't give a fuck about business. They want people to buy the content on the PlayStation so they get money from the purchases, right? Mm-hmm. But doesn't it go to the developer more, or do well, they more? Get- but they get a, a cut of it, right? So if you're able to buy, let's say, I have a Switch. Mm-hmm. And I'm buying my content on the Switch, and then I go home and play on my PlayStation. Sony's losing out there. Right. Good point. So, like, that's kind of... Uh, you could understand it, but there needs to be another way. Yeah. Do you... do? You, are you a fan of the crossplay? Like, yeah. is it something that you're, 100%. you care about? I, I really, really do, because when I was buying stuff for E3, Ashton's like, oh, are you getting this? I'm like, yeah. Like, if Ashton was here, you can... We can go word like he can back up this conversation we had. Where are you gonna get uh, Anthem? I'm like, if I do, I'll probably get it on PC. I got a thousand dollar video card. Why right. am I gonna get it on console? It's like ah, because he's only gonna buy it on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So if we were able to play together, like Ashton could pre-order Anthem right away or whatever game it is. Let's say Red Dead Two online. I'm gonna buy that on Xbox. I already pre-ordered it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. I can't play with Ashton now because there's no crossplay allowed. And, like, it's a shame because I want to, like, I bought an Xbox One X for, honestly, mostly for Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Because I know it's going to be the best system to play it on. And I want to experience that game in the best possible way. If it was coming out on PC, I'd buy it on PC. Right. So, and and that's why I think it's a huge deal. Because now you're saying, oh, I have to now just play on PlayStation because most of this generation... People bought the the PlayStation, but I like a lot of the stuff. I like the power of the Xbox One X. I like the controller. So there's a lot of negativity that's uh, justified like uh, in this argument, right? Mm-hmm. I've really thought about the crossplay, mm-hmm. right? And at first I was all for it. And I was like, I want it. I want crossplay because I can play with friends on different systems. Yeah. But then I realized something. I don't care about crossplay. I'm interested to hear why you don't, because there's one argument against it that I have, but I want to hear yours. And I know my point can be easily 
thrown out mm -hmm. and you could say it's a weak point but the reason i don't care about crossplay is because when i'm online and i'm playing with my friends it's more for the chat it's not so much gaming together as mm -hmm. much as it is the talking right like when you're playing call of duty if you're playing all together but you don't have a mic and you're not all talking it's not as fun no if you're playing gta 5 well you need all of that right you need to chat so when you have crossplay and I'm playing with a buddy on Switch, Xbox, or PC, and we can't chat, okay. it's annoying. And yes, I know what you're going to say. You can chat using Discord. No, that's not even it. That should encourage like Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo to possibly consider collaborating for a cross-platform chat system. Which would be amazing, because then if I would be all for the crossplay. Yeah, yeah. Well, as of right now, the way these consoles are going... PC is like the most gamer friendly. Oh, absolutely. And like it used to be consoles because like in, in my opinion, part of the friendliness is the ease, the, the e how simple it is to just put a system right by your TV, throw in an HDMI cable, throw in a power cable and you're gaming. Right. Um, now it changed from, let's say, SNES or 64 days, Nintendo 64 days when you would just put in a cartridge and the game started. Now you have to wait for it to install yeah which is way for updates uh so it's more along the lines of pc but um i mean it's still simpler for most people no it, it definitely is but again that's my biggest sticking point like i'd love crossplay yeah. if i could be able to chat with my friends and i understand you can go on skype and discord but now it's just another step yeah. i need to either use my phone and you saw how annoyed people were with the nintendo needing a phone to use the chat i, I agree with that 100 percent. Right? Like, yeah then I got to bring my computer out and then I got to talk on my computer. Yeah. And it's just, that is the biggest downside to crossplay. It is. But at the very least, if you want to, you can, you know, you can do yes, the chat. Like it's a little more inconvenient, right? Like your phone, if you're like me, you play in the evenings. Uh, if you've been out all day and you haven't charged your phone, you're probably going to be running into battery issues at the end of the night. Right. And then how long of a charger do you have to sit to your, from your wall yeah. to your couch that you're able to use your phone while gaming on your couch. Well, there, there's a there's opportunity right there to come out with a device. Like if you want to seize the opportunity, make some sort of device that just connects to your Discord account or whatever you want, and everyone could have one. It could be a gaming accessory that could probably sell well. Actually, it would sell well. I wonder why Discord doesn't put their an app on the systems, like a client based app. Uh, if they did want to, I'm sure that the uh, then, possibly the companies have something to say about that. Yeah, because then you can negate, you could do the crossplay. But now here's my question with crossplay. If it gets to a point where crossplay becomes such a demand and Sony gets on board, mm -hmm. Nintendo and Xbox are already on board. Yeah, they've PC's already. He's pretty cool with it. They don't really give a shit. That's for yeah. the most part. Well, my, my problem with the whole, my argument against it is don't let PC in on that party if it's a shooter game. If it's a shooter. Yeah, if it's a, if it's a cooperative game. And you're not facing because you're gonna get eaten alive by PC players. Yeah, anyone with them, any game that requires pinpoint accuracy, yeah. that uses the mouse, will always have an advantage over a console player. Yeah, I remember back when I first started gaming on the PC, like in the late '90s, early 2000s. I mean, shooters. I played like the back in the day before Windows was even a thing, where you had to launch games on DOS. Um, like that was way more accurate than I am now when I play these shooters. Oh yeah, for sure. And like now these kids with way better reflexes than I have with a mouse and keyboard, I'm done. 
Um, I remember on the PS3, I picked up Counter-Strike Go. Mm -hmm. And you were actually able to use a keyboard and mouse on the PS3 on Counter-Strike Go. Mm -hmm. And I was playing with a friend, and he did that. And he probably is crushing. Oh yeah, because he's also, a PC gamer. And also the fact that consoles also allow for auto aim as well. They right. add like the snapping aim, so you add that with the keyboard and mouse. It's it's yeah, game over. It was game over, and I I quite enjoyed CS:GO. Yeah. But the minute he started playing, he had the keyboard and mouse. Wasn't even fair. No. no. Even like the jumping, the constant jumping, it just the accuracy was insane. Yeah. No. It's that is a thing against it. To be honest with you. Uh, if it's a single player or if it's like a game where you work together against the computer, I'm all for bringing PC in. But like PC also can have so many. It's a lot easier, I think, to hack than oh, it these consoles. Is. Yeah. And not saying consoles are unhackable, but it's easier definitely on PC. And I could just see, you know, you could tell by the internet tone, like the PC community frowns upon the consoles. Um, so I can see a lot of people just getting kicks and posting on Reddit on PC Master Race, like, look what I did to these console right, like, peasants. Yeah. And, and like, we're here to have fun. You know, we're all here to have fun. And For the most part, some people have taken gaming to that serious level and made a valuable career off of well, it. Well, right? yeah, yeah, of course. But the majority, the non 1% that are able to make money off of the gaming, 0.1%. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're we're here to have some fun. So crossplay, yes, but the you know which consoles or which platforms are crossplayed, that has to be determined on a game to game or game mode to game mode basis. Now, this is my thing with crossplay. I'm what I'm going to suggest or maybe even get it will never happen. But if crossplay got that big, where it was such a demand, do you think you could ever get to a point where it's just one? unified gaming system that's like a pc essentially where it's that is pc you're basically talking about pc right but then every gaming company instead of having consoles become developers they could because Um, once you have crossplay, what's the need for me to go to a playstation over an xbox over a nintendo if all the games are coming out and i can cross play on each one outside of exclusivity what what difference does it make? Well, that's it. The only difference for right now is exclusivity. It's always been the thing. Mario will always have the Mario game. It'll always have the Donkey Kong mm-hmm. game. Uh, Sony will, well, not I guess Final Fantasy is an exclusive, but they'll have like, you know, they're The Last of Us, they're Uncharted's, they're, like I was going to say Crash Bandicoot, but that kind of made its way everywhere. It um, got hoard out. Yeah. yeah. Like Halo's going to be an xbox pc thing and and that's kind of why i like uh xbox because they do allow that cross play like i love being able to play forza horizon on my my computer mm-hmm. and then i can play with you while you're on your console right like the, it's great because it, it runs it has to run on the microsoft os basically yeah so right. like they have it so you can go through the windows store if the game is like a microsoft game they'll allow it so um i, I don't know i just uh, that you can never get rid of the consoles. Like, I would no, love for it. I, would, I don't think you would. I would love to be able to play any game that came out on console. I'd love to play Last of Us on my PC. I'd love to play, I guess Halo is coming out now on PC, but like Halo 5 wasn't on PC. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to be able to play these first-party games, like Breath of the Wild on PC. I know you can mod it, and it's from the Wii U version. But, like, 
I would love for, I know it sounds bad, but I would love for Nintendo to be a software uh, company only because yeah. I remember when I was younger and the, like the thought of that, I was like, no, like that's crazy. You guys are crazy. Cause they said that consoles are dead. Like you, you know, ton, a long time ago and they never seem to go away. Yeah. Um, but just, I've, I'm like, no Nintendo, I, I can't live without Nintendo. But then you don't realize that Nintendo will still be around, still be making those games, but they can push it to like a computer standard uh, limit yeah. because as Ashton, you know, validly makes the point where it's, it's previous gen. It's not, the graphics aren't up to date No, when it comes to Nintendo stuff. And sure, that isn't the most important thing. It, it like, it isn't. Yeah. That's my standpoint on the whole graphical game, conversation. Yeah. It's gameplay, not- gameplay, story direction, art direction are, are more important. Uh, but like graphics are a nice little touch. Yeah, they no, definitely for sure. are a nice little touch. So yeah, if Nintendo went to uh, just P- if they went to PC, it would be great. But uh, another thing that sparked this uh, this crossplay talk was Fallout seventy six. Right. So Todd Howard, I guess the star of E three twenty eighteen. Yes, the proclaimed star from Gone Gaming. I believe I don't know if he what did he did he tweet something or he just they asked him about crossplay for Fallout seventy six and he basically said that Sony is just not playing nice with each other with with everyone else mm-hmm. and that's a shame because that's a big game like that would be that could be the changing like the pivotal point tipping point yeah. for crossplay right because like I bought games for multiple systems like uh, call of duties i've bought many and it's like i'd love to be one level on let's say on my xbox and be able to continue while i play on my my ps4 mm-hmm. so even with fallout 76 i pre-ordered it for pc but it would be nice to have it on console too so like if i go somewhere or if i just don't feel like going to my desk and playing on the pc i could just play it on my console so the crossplay i think also encourages people like encourages people to buy it on multiple systems so that's more money to be made but then i have an argument that i would kind of want if i buy a game once i don't want to have to buy it again right um so yeah that's that's it's it's a weird thing and i as a business standpoint i can't see them doing all this stuff Mm -hmm. but ideally you buy fallout you have access to it on any platform you play it on you just log into your bethesda account and you can play it see i i i would love crossplay to kick off like i really would Mm -hmm. Because I think it would have a lot more good than it would bad. I think there'd be more benefit than there is negative yeah. to crossplay. That being said, though, I wonder if the businesses worry that if we open up crossplay for all these games, they're not going to have a share on the market. Like maybe exclusivity to certain games isn't going to attract people enough to go to their console. Right? Like, and it just then further pushes exclusivity. Because if that happens where crossplay becomes this massive thing, and essentially it doesn't matter what console you're buying your games on, mm-hmm. you could see a bigger push for exclusivity. Sony yeah. would put a bigger push. Microsoft would. Nintendo would. PC would. And I already dislike exclusivity, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you, and you definitely will need something to pull you over, because right now, let's say, you know, all you guys are playing Call of Duty on your PlayStation, and I have an Xbox. It's like, why why don't I play with you guys? Like, I'm going to buy a PlayStation because, you know, I want to play Call of Duty with you guys. This is a game we play a lot of. But if I can cross-play, 
why am I going to buy that system? You know right. what? How are you going to? How's Sony going to bring me over a ton more exclusive games? You're right. I, I agree with that. And it, it sucks because I don't like exclusives as they are. Like I wish that I could get a Forza on a PS4, and I'm sure mm-hmm. people who have an Xbox wish they could get the Uncharted or The Last of Us 100%. on the Xbox. And it's just annoying because you then it creates this bias this like confirm not even confirmation bias but this like tribal primordial primordial bias Mm -hmm. that you're now tied to one versus the other yeah yeah right and like you see that all the time like you have people that are probably or like primarily sony Mm -hmm. i mean he's on the podcast yeah um imagine if they had no exclusives what would they have to do to sway you to buy their console they'd have to make a better console they'd have to make a better controller they'd have to make a better networking system you know like that would be i'd love to see competition through hardware alone and the games are just like for everyone yeah which would be cool but is that enough like would that be enough to convey the mass people well i think people are you know a lot of people like what they know that's why there's people that will never buy an Xbox. And that's why there's people that will never buy a PlayStation. And they'll never... Well, I mean, Nintendo... There's people probably who... Even if Nintendo became a powerhouse, they probably wouldn't buy a system. Um, but people... There's a lot of people, I think, that want the best there is. And that's why the Xbox One X, people said, wouldn't sell for the price it did. It sold. It did pretty well. Like, it didn't crush records, but it did better than people anticipated. Um it would be a good way to compete. I don't know. It, I think we're just at that point where we're sick of getting drained like with this corporate greed, this these businessmen running these systems. And um, I guess for the first thing we want right now, let's not get ahead of ourselves, is just cross-play between all these consoles. Which would be ideal. I think we're just at a point, too, where essentially we are never happy. And I think that's just the gaming community as a whole. Yeah, but Very rarely is everyone satisfied. And I agree with you, but there's also another thing to it is, you saw it happen with Rocket League. It was like a switch that they just like turned on. and Or not even Rocket League. What was uh, the game? Was it Fortnite where they just flicked the switch basically and let people pl- uh, cross-play between consoles? And then there, I guess, I don't know if it was Sony that came back at them. It's like, no, stop this cross-play. Yeah. Like literally within a day, it was gone. But it's like, it's that easy. And technology's oh, sure. gotten so good that it's like it is such an attainable thing. It's like, why aren't you doing this? You, you guys say you're for the gamers. That's what you know. Sony's whole thing was we're for the gamers. They even made fun of Xbox for the online connectivity. How do you share a game? And then the guy hands him a thing. Like Microsoft could do the same thing. How do you play with your friends? Do you want to play? Yes. Like they can do the same thing now. Yeah. Sony is. They got the lead. They were for the gamers at the beginning, and then they loved padding their wallets with the gamers' money, and they didn't look back and gave a fuck about them. Yeah, I mean, they they became gamer-friendly when they needed your money. Yeah. Now that they have your money, they don't care. Yeah, now that they got the market share. like, And, and I think that we'll see. Let's let's hope by Fallout 76's release, there's some you know good news because Sony's in a lot of heat right now for this. Yeah, rightfully so. And you know what? That's what I love about this gamer community now. Like, see They're what vocal. Oh, and it's like, well, to be fair, it took a lot for us to get vocal because the DLC when they started adding it. Remember when it was only like twenty bucks for DLC or like thirty max, and then it's like 50, 60 bucks for map packs now. Mm-hmm. 
um shit even like back in the day maps were free you'd get maps on it free so um what we what we did it with battlefront 2 uh, great yeah and like ea's completely changed their tone um and it's funny because like the games that that have been abusing us if you will the ones that have been uh treating us poorly have been successful but the ones like titanfall that like titanfall good, 2, yeah. yeah literally titanfall 2 was just cosmetics it was and it was like literally colors it wasn't anything crazy mm-hmm. and uh that game bombed you know sorry you said a couple things that like brought up a couple things mm-hmm. uh sony has a sale right now midsummer sale or something like that yeah. which has a couple cool games for a pretty good price yeah. check that out um the other thing you brought up was ea and the dlc and loot boxes and one of ea's biggest like loot boxes and the greed just announced that on the new fifa mm-hmm. the ultimate team they're actually going to show a percentage of the likelihood of getting like a rare player in the card packs i think legally they have to right because now because lawmakers are seeing that oh shit this is gambling right here and so i hope sorry to cut you off no, no. but i really hope this kind of puts a change in the whole ultimate team or even just that idea of loot boxes in a game mode to enjoy the game well you know what these people are actually these businessmen they are terrible people when you think about it they are because what is hell though no 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 no, they're not they're just taking advantage of someone with an addiction it's like it's like telling going to you find a guy who's an alcoholic you set him out in the woods where there's no alcohol around and then you tell them you know here's a drink but it's going to cost you two hundred dollars right but they're still smart for coming up with that the method to make money it's simple charge people for shit that used to be free that's what they're doing and make it addictive freemium gaming all that stuff it's smart it's it's not great i don't like it but i have to applaud the fact that they came up with it Uh, like ultimate team it's addicting as shit people love it and guess what they made a shit ton of money off of it i don't like it but i applaud them for it i don't know about that i think it's a very easy People are addicted to games. It's uh, it honestly, I, it's almost a drug to people. Right, but then you can bring up that argument where it goes, the tobacco companies. Yeah, it's like saying let's charge more for cigarettes. Oh, I applaud them for thinking of a way to make money. Right, but the tobacco companies, are you mad at them for creating something, or is it your fault for buying into that? Right, like. You don't have if someone creates something or creates a mode, game mode that involves you spending money, you don't have to be mad at them for it because you're the one buying into it or people are buying into it. What I'm getting at is do you do you get mad at the liquor companies like Smirnoff because they make alcohol that deteriorates your liver and kills people? Is it their fault that people abuse it? No, but I wouldn't call them geniuses for taking advantage of people's uh tendencies. You know, fair point. Like, it's it's low hanging fruit. You know, if 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 they came up with something truly innovative that like changed, like it was a pure, it was a paradigm shift. Sure, but they're just doing. They know addiction. It's a common thing. You don't need a psychologist, although they say they get psychologists to to figure out what's the most beneficial way of making money, how to get stuff addictive. It's amazing. They they definitely do. Exp- exploit yeah weaknesses and flaws of but, humans and i think that speaks to the character of what's been running the gaming industry for the last i don't know when's the internet kind of started like what i remember playing socom 2 and i had to get the network oh, pack man, yeah or socom socom 1 that was the first time i ever played online and that was like 15 16 17 years ago 
Do you know that blew my mind? Yeah, yeah. And it was a regular internet connection. It wasn't yeah. high speed. I remember playing SOCOM online on the PS2 for the first time, and it didn't make sense to me. Like, it yeah. was wired. It wasn't wireless. Of course. So I remember having, I was at my cousin's house, and there was a wire running across his basement into his system. Mm-hmm. I remember playing online and going, this is insane. I killed someone. I yeah. couldn't believe it. And it's like, what? Like, yeah, no, that was an amazing time. And now it's like you take it for granted. But back then, like, the one kill was enough. And if you played SOCOM 1 now, it would probably be shit. Oh, yeah. But, like, back then, the fact that I, just all of the new experience you, you had it was, it was awesome. Man, I still remember hooking up my Xbox Live for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I was so confused by it. Yeah, I remember buying like a $99 fucking wireless piece or $50, whatever it was. It was a yeah. lot at the time. Yes, I had the same piece. And I remember setting it up for the first time because the first year and a half of my, I had my 360. I didn't play online. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, let's try it. Let's figure it out. Let's see what this is all about. Yeah. And yeah, once I did it, I was like, this is easy. That might have been the best like online experience I've had was with a 360. Oh, yeah, that was the best because it was so new, right? And like it, it online, was meant for it, right? Yeah, online. You had group hit. party chats, which you didn't have on PS2. Right, or um, on the first Xbox, which was way more online heavy. Yeah, it was Xbox One online? It probably was, yeah. Yeah, Halo. Yeah, the yeah, first yeah, Halo, right. Halo, Halo 2. Halo 2, yeah, I played a lot of Halo 2 online, actually. Right. Was that 360 or? No, that Halo was 2 was Xbox. Oh, wow. First Halo th- on Xbox 360 was 3. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then yeah. I think 4 came out on it and Reach. ODST? ODST was 360 as well. Yeah. Which was like 2.5. What was... Oh, there's a bunch of Halo. So that was a long generation for Xbox though, so... Yeah. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see where crossplay and goes and where it can push the bounds of the gaming industry. Yeah, I expect Sony to, to cave soon enough because it, they don't need the bad press. Yeah. that That's this week's episode of Gone Gaming. It was just Matt and Ashton, or Matt and Luca... I am sitting in Ashton's chair, to be fair. You are? Yeah, just because I didn't want, like, there's a bit of volume coming from, like, behind my mic where I normally sit, so. Yes, that's true. I'm trying to be considerate for our listeners. It's weird seeing you sit in this chair. You usually, you're usually across from me. There's so much more room here, because yeah. I got the mixer right beside me. Like, I'm going to put Ashton in that spot. There's Ashton doesn't need as much room as me. No, he does. He's small. He's tiny. He fits in the tight corners. Yeah, I got and I got a laptop that's like Ashton brings like a iPad Mini or something. What a guy! The iPad Mini, <laughs> the worst iPad. So I guess we can tell the people if you don't already know to uh, check out our Instagram. Yeah. At Gone Gaming Podcast and on Twitter at Real Gone Gaming, and also LTDPotential.com. Has it been updated? Has it not? You'll have to go and find out. It hasn't, but uh, by the time you listen to it. It probably won't be, but it might be, but it might be, but it might not be very likely won't be depending on how soon you listen to it after it's released. But I, I'm thinking we're going to get something in the next uh, month <laughs> and a bit. Yeah, I I, I'm, I'm getting busy right now. Aren't we all? Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Till next time. Well, I mean, we don't really end that way. We got to talk about a game we might be playing, right? Is that what we do? Yeah, we do that. Oh. We don't, it's 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 not uh, unintentional. Uh, we, we plan for it. Right, that's right. So let's make it seem like we're, we're this is all natural right now. So Matt, uh, <laughs> what do you think uh, you're going to be playing? Because I'm, I'm thinking about maybe some NES Classic, SNES Classic. What about you? Uh, nothing. I'm, I'm not playing anything. 
What maybe, about maybe uh, NHL? Maybe I'll go. You know, for this purpose of this, I will go home and play. How about NHL? Uh, well, we played Fortnite last night. Yeah, we did. And there's a mode where you can just like get, or last night or two nights ago, where you that can, was last night. Oh wow! Uh, where you can like basically uh, playground is what it was called. Playgrounds is that where you get like a ton more material while you're? Yeah, it's like triple or at least triple the material. Quadruple the material. Yeah. And it's just you and your party, and you can do whatever. And kill each other in the funnest ways. So. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, I guess on that note, we're uh, going to be playing some Fortnite, and uh, we're gone gaming. <laughs>